Hey guys, I love that music. Um, hi, how are you doing? This is Lucia, your host from transformedbyhisword.org. Um, how are you been? How is the craziness of December going for you? It's it's been wild, right? Um, I don't know about you guys, but December is always so busy, like um, there's no time to rest. It's just like, go, 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 go. So a little tired, a little, oh, a little yawny. Um, the yawny part is because my oxygen levels have been a little low. Uh, I think it has something to do with the weather being cold. Uh, cold induced asthma is no fun, but here we are. If I'm yawning, it's not because I'm bored, but because I'm trying to keep oxygen in my brain. Um, so this week we are going to be talking about spiritual gifts. Um, last week we talked about the fruits of the spirit. Um, this week is spiritual gifts. They're two different things not to be meshed together and, um, they have different purposes. Okay. So the fruits of the spirit are, um, Things we thrive for, things we want, things that we are working towards, right? We're, we're working towards being loving and joy and peace and patient and all that stuff. Spiritual gifts, on the other side, are um, gifts that God gives you, okay? You cannot work for these. You cannot try to be, have these things. This is something that God has given you. And the Holy Spirit gives it to whoever he sees fit and however he wants. Um, nothing we can do about that. It's all on him on how he does this. Um, so there are four main scriptures when it comes to spiritual gifts. I will go through all four of them and then um, I'll talk a little bit about not all of them. Some of them are very oh, Here we go. So the first one, the first scripture is Romans 12, 6 through 8. Romans 12, 6 through 8. Um, and it says, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in portion of our faith, our ministry. Let us use it for ministry. He who teaches, let him teach. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberty. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Um, so I have created a um, little chart. Um, and that's going to be in the notes, maybe. <laughs> if I cannot figure out how to put it on the notes, then it's going to be um, as the thumbnail for the YouTube video. And then I'll probably post it like 
Monday, uh, not Monday, like Tuesday, maybe. Um, so you'll have it. I'll post that on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I also created a Twitter account. So I don't care where you follow people. Then go follow me, go find me and I will give you that chart. Um, so I actually downloaded this other chart, which is the same thing, basically, um, which kind of puts the spiritual gifts in categories, if you will. So here in Romans 12, we talked about encouragement, giving, leadership, mercy, prophecy, service, and teaching. Okay. So Romans 12 has those as your spiritual gifts. The next scripture that we're going to look at is 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10. Um, and 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 10 says, but the manifestation of the spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. That's a big key for the profit of all. Not for your personal profit, not for the profit of um, the pastor or the, you know, whomever, but for the profit of all. If what you're doing is not for the profit of all, then you're not doing it out of the spirit. Okay. Verse 8. For to give one is to give the word of wisdom the the spirit to another the word of knowledge through the same spirit to another faith by the same spirit to another gifts of healings by the same spirit to another the working of miracles to another prophecy to another discerning of spirits to another different kinds of tongues to another interpretation of tongues um so if you go down um, 1 Corinthians 28, because it keeps talking, but if you go down to 28, it continues with the list of the gifts. Um, 28 says, and God has appointed these to the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. After that, miracles, then gifts of healing, helps, administrations, varieties of tongues okay um so that is first corinthians 12 7 through 10 and then jump down to 28 so on that chart that i was talking about so first corinthians 12 you're gonna have administration discernment healing uh interpretation of tongues and tongues uh prophecy wisdom apostleship Faith helps, knowledge, miracles, and teaching. Okay? And then we go down to we go forward. There it is. We go forward to Ephesians 4, 11. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. It's where we're going. Um, okay. So 
Ephesians 4, 11 through 16. He himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry to edify the body of Christ till we all come to unity of faith and of knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to a measure of stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro, carrying about with every doctrine by the trickery of man in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking truth in love may grow in all things into him who is the head of Christ, from whom the whole body join in it together by what every joint supplies, according to the effective work by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying itself in love. Okay, so Ephesians 4, 11 through 16 kind of gives us um, a little bit more. It gives us apostleship, pastors, teaching, evangelism, and prophecy. But it also gives us like, an inside scoop of why the spiritual gifts were given. Um, like it said, it's not for the edification of one person. It is not for you to have in your back pocket for when you need it or for you to use, um, you know, in the quiet of your personal space but it is for the edification of the whole body, for everybody, um, for the fullness of Christ, so that you can help each other in the church as a unity to grow and be better, okay? All right, First Peter 4.10. First Peter 4.10 says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the mainful grace of God. So, on this verse and this scripture, First um, Peter four is talking about uh, gift of serving and gift of teaching. Okay. So a couple of things that I think are very interesting that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, first of all, there is no gift that is like the end all be all, right? Like there's not one gift that is better than um, or more profitable than or more. No. That's not God's economy. He gives you a gift and he blesses you through it if you're using it for the right reasons. Um, I did find interesting, though, that when you are talking about spiritual gifts, um, 
some circles, and I'm not going to say everybody does this, and I'm not going to say, you know, um, this is totally wrong, whatever. Uh, what I'm saying is in some circles, um, they put a very large emphasis on tongues and speaking in tongues, not even interpreting tongues, but speaking in tongues. Um, I don't want to go too far into that rabbit hole. Maybe in the future, I'll do a whole study on speaking in tongues. But for now, I want you to know, because I have heard people say, if you don't have the gift of tongues, then you're not saved. That's not biblical. <laughs> there is nowhere in scripture that says that. And if you have a scripture that says that, please share it with me. Um, here's my email address, lgoss at transformedbyhisword.org. I would love to see that scripture. I have not found one scripture or more that says that if you don't have the gift of blah, 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 you are not saved. There's nowhere. Um, because salvation is not something that you earn. It's not something that people will see. It's a covenant between you and Christ uh, where you realize, hey, <laughs> I'm not all that and I need help. And Christ says, here it is, my gift of salvation. And it doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that I am aware of that you have to have this specific thing to be able to see that you are saved. Um, so there's a lot of places, a lot of churches that put, a, like I said, a high emphasis on speaking in tongues. Um, I found it interesting that there's a lot of, um, there's several, not a lot, but there's several gifts that are listed in more than one place of this four uh, passages of scripture that I just read. And speaking in tongues is not wonderful. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Um, so out of these four passages, um, the, there are two that are like the top ones that you can find them in more than one place. Um, Actually, there's there's three of them. There's three that you can find in more than one place. So you have prophecy, which I'm not talking about uh, speaking future events. I'm not saying that's not prophecy. It can be, uh, but it's not limited to that. Um, but saying things that come from God, uh, could be prophecy. And prophecy doesn't necessarily mean future. It could be uh, things that are going on in your life that you haven't told anyone and God wants it to be out in the open. That could be prophecy. Um, so prophecy is found in three out of the four scriptures that we just read. And the other one that's... Um, on three out of the four is teaching. So the gift of teaching, which a lot of people have 
no interest in doing or no interest in having. Um, it's in three out of four of the places where you find spiritual gifts. So there's a big emphasis on teaching. And that's because I think um, that's that's how we make disciples, right? We are called to make disciples. Um, and it's not just go get tons of people baptized and, you know, call it a day. It's go teach them what what God wants for them. It, it's that discipleship, that teaching. Um, I think that's why it is high up there in the amount of times that it's been given to us. Um, the other one that appears in more than one place is serving. So service is obviously up there in, if you were going to rank them, you know, I don't want to rank them, but if you were to rank them, it, it would be in the top three um, things. And just because they are in more than one scripture, that's my basis of this ranking system, if you will. Um, serving is up there. If um, comes up twice in the four different scriptures that I read. And, you know, we all know God was here and he came as a servant and he loved us and he died for us. <laughs> and we are called to be his bond servants. We have talked about that in previous videos. Um, and it's just the idea that we're not here for us, guys. We are here to do God's will. And God's will is for us to serve one another in love, um, but serve one another. So that's my whole thing on that idea of putting importance on spiritual gifts. If you um, are thinking or if you have been taught that um, speaking in tongues is... Uh, the one way, if you don't speak in tongues and you don't have the Holy Spirit, uh, be free from that. That is not accurate. Um, you can be given the gifts of uh, administration. <laughs> you know, uh, you could have the gift of service, of teaching, or the gift of knowledge or miracles you know and it doesn't make you any less important to god it doesn't give you any um uh higher up or lesser than kind of thing at all it's just a gift that god has for you and i would argue that these gifts might not be a one permanent for all the time gifts. I believe that there are things that God gives you as your gift and you will have it forever. Um, you know, and that's what he's called you to do, right? So for me, for example, is teaching. I don't consider myself a teacher, but I end up teaching. And that, that's just what I end up doing. And um, that's my gift. It's not something I would have picked. Um, but that's that's my gift is, is teaching. Um, my husband's 
gift is discernment and you know discernment of the spirit and it's not that he picked that it's just that's what his gift is but i also think that god imparts gifts on us uh for a time and a place so i do think that there's times where i go into a situation and i'll have you know the gift of knowledge or the gift of discernment or the gift of administration you know and they're not permanent gifts they're not like they i always have them so i'm just going to go do it um it, it's not like that but i think that if you are in a position where you need a specific gift to do god's work he will provide that for you you don't have to be worried about i don't know how to do this um therefore i'm not going to do it even though god is calling me to do it i don't think that's an accurate um statement i think that is out of fear and not out of faith so just know that whatever god calls you to do he's going to gift you whatever gift you need uh spiritually speaking um so i think that kind of sums up spiritual gifts um the main things i wanted to talk about uh first of all kind of give you a, a list of what spiritual gifts are um what they're for which is you know for everybody um if you have the gift of fill in the blank and it's for your own gratification or it's for your own benefit or for your status quo within the body of Christ then it's not a gift from God you are being deceived um the gifts that God give are for the edification of the body not for the edification of the individual um so you know that's another thing that um i don't really want to get into too much but i have heard people talk about i have this one gift and it's for my special time with god it's like what no uh spiritual gifts don't work that way <clears throat> they are for the edification of the body not for the edification of the individual i will say that until i'm purple in the face uh because that's what scripture says not because that's what lucia says but that's what scripture says and it's like a recurring thing in the word um we are not to be putting a large amount of value on these things so if you see somebody with i don't know the gift of mercy great that's fantastic go be merciful and uplift your brother and sister but if that mercy becomes about you then you're not doing what god has called you to do and that can go with every single gift that has been listed if god has given you something and you're using it 
<clears throat> for your own selfish desires, then you're not using it God's way. And uh, shame on you. You need to rethink uh, what you're doing. And if you're actually following Christ. So, yeah, <laughs> I know. A little heavy there at the end. You know, I don't go light. You already know this. Uh, and if you're listening to this message, it's because you uh, appreciate, maybe, hopefully, uh, my sincerity. Like I said before, I could be wrong. And if I'm wrong, hey, shoot me an email. I want to learn. I want to learn more. Um, so next week, we're going to be talking about Jesus, obviously, because it is Christmas Day. Um, so I am preparing for that. Uh, I'm still not sure which way I'm going to go. I, I don't think I ever know exactly which way I'm going to go. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing uh, an episode on Jesus. And then we'll have New Year's. And I have no idea what we're doing for the New Year's. So if you have any recommendations, if you have a topic that you're like, I really wish somebody would talk about this, um, let me know. And we'll talk about it. And it'll be great. Uh, so, yeah, send me an email. There is my email address. Goss at transformedbyhisword.org or you can go to my website transformedbyhisword.org I am a biblical counselor and I'm here to help you if you're struggling uh, if you're struggling with your mental health if you're struggling with your spiritual health if you're struggling with God uh, sometimes we get mad at God and, you know, we need help. <laughs> so just let me know. I'm here to help you and serve you however I can. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's it for now. Um, this episode was a lot shorter than I expected it. Scripture was really long, but there was not much that needed to be explained, I feel like. It was pretty self-explanatory. Thanks. And I'll see you next week. Bye.